0: to listen to Memory Card episodes early and ad-free, consider supporting the show via Patreon at patreon.com/memcard. Hey there video game fans. I'm Ben Bertoli and I'm Push Dustin and this is Memory Card. So um do you do you like video games? Do I like video games? Yeah, I, um I I mean I enjoy most of them although really? there's certain, yeah, do you
1: I feel like I hear I,
0: something on your end.
1: Ah, uh, it's nothing. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, because it. Yeah. Really, like,
1: like maybe I, there's a
0: TV on or a, like a buzz saw in the garage.
1: I don't have any TVs. Don't don't be silly. <laughs> I do I have five buzz saws.
0: A, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say you don't have a garage, but man, yeah, I know.
1: But I I keep my buzz saws safe. Um, oh, I you know, see. Where my TVs used to be. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sounds like it might be uh, um, some bugs.
1: Uh, that's um, that's weird because I, I, I thought I closed the window. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but in all seriousness, we uh, tried to record this very episode last night. Well, last night for me in the morning for Push, and it is still very much summer while we're mm-hmm. recording this in Japan and uh in North America as well. Yep. And uh Push, why don't you kind of just describe your um location to the cicadas?
1: So uh if you've ever watched like anime, you'll know that they typically reference summertime with like a cicada sound. Mm-hmm. Um like they'll just show like streets and it'll just be like cicada sound and it'll be like, ah, oh, it's summer. And that is a pretty good representation of how summer is in Japan. If you're Anywhere in the countryside or even in the the city, you will hear cicadas everywhere. Um, They are just thriving in the summer. (laughs) (laughs) It is cicada summer. And especially this year, it's been particularly bad. Um, My apartment complex in the middle of it, it kind of has like a forest, like a green area, Mm -hmm. which isn't really well maintained. (laughs) And because of that, like there's just a ton of cicadas that live there. And so... um, my office, the one that I usually do the recordings in, it's uh, adjacent to that, um, to that window, to where the, the forest area is, and 350 days out of the year, it's not so bad, but just 10 days of the year it is just insane how loud the cicadas are, like, even <laughs> at night, because um, we're trying this again at 10pm, um, the cicadas are still buzzing loud like crazy. And I have the windows closed. I have the curtains closed.
0: So you've moved. You've moved to a more like centrally located uh, place in your apartment, right? So there's less noise.
1: Yeah, which uh, unfortunately I have to ask my wife to please do not make any sounds and please do not <laughs> do not breathe.
0: <laughs> I imagine she's just right there next to you laying on the floor or something. You're just like, don't.
1: Yeah, no, she's, Uh. I don't know where she is now, but hopefully her audio won't get picked up or anything like that <laughs>
0: no that'd be a fun little easter egg in the background yeah her, her turning off all of your buzz saws oh yeah honey
1: <laughs> no not that one <laughs> not that one i'm s- trying to do something with that one
0: it's my new hobby
1: <laughs> speaking of buzzsaws, do you know pac-man
0: do i know pac-man of course i know pac-man we're we're good friends we went to college together actually
1: whoa yeah you you knew him when he was a pack boy
0: (laughs) that's right pack young adult
1: (laughs) pack young uh up and coming (laughs) (laughs) businessman
0: up and coming pack
1: well um i guess we should do the intro music because uh we'll be talking about pac-man today
0: okay let's get it
1: So I feel like everyone kind of knows about Pac-Man. Uh, Pac-Man is one of the longest, best-selling, and highest-grossing video game franchises of all time. Wow. And it's grossed over, like, I think $14 billion US dollars in, uh, in its lifetime. Dang. And the character of uh, Pac-Man is actually pretty recognizable. I feel like a lot of people, even outside of the video game community, recognize Pac-Man.
0: Yeah, kind of like Mario.
1: Yeah, kind of like Mario and and Sanic.
0: Those are probably the top... I feel like those are the top Uh, three, probably. Like, most recognizable video game heroes.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think um, Pac-Man kind of owes its recognizability, partly because of the arcade games, because they were such, like, a force in popular culture, especially in America, where, like, you had, like, the Pac-Man fever... Where, uh, you know, Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man were just... Everywhere. You know, super popular games. It's Just everywhere. And people were going to milkshake bars and playing Pac-Man.
0: <laughs> there was, I mean, there was an actual song called Pac-Man Fever, right? There was a... Yes. Serial. Yeah. There was, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Not that I was alive during the, the Pac-mania, but... I've heard the stories.
1: It's <laughs> like the, the, the wild times. That's right. Yeah. It was like a, a space invader boom. Then it was like Pac-Man fever. And then like shortly after is Donkey Kong.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure what sort of disease he gave everybody, but <laughs> it was something. <laughs>
1: yeah well um for a little bit of background about our favorite pizza face yellow circle man <laughs> um <laughs> he was created by uh this man named toru iwatani and he wanted to create kind of a cute type of character because a lot of arcade games at the time were like you know kind of shooting you know space invader-y mm-hmm. know, spaceships kind of uh games and you know those those were doing really well but uh who thought, hey, you know, maybe if I make the character a little bit cute, he was inspired by Disney, maybe it would widen the appeal of arcade games. And so uh he wanted to change it up and made a maze type of game where um instead of having to dodge and shoot things you would just have to dodge enemies and just run run around the maze.
0: And eventually eat those enemies.
1: And eventually eat those enemies, yeah. Pac-Man was created and it was a huge success. It was licensed out to Bally Midway, which we kind of talked about a couple of times here on this podcast. Bally Midway was like one of the the premier arcade companies in the United States, in especially in the '80s. They licensed it out to Bally Midway. Bally Midway made a lot of money off of Mm Pac-Man, and so they were pretty eager to make more Pac-Man content to kind of feed the craze, feed the people. And so they were doing, they were doing a whole bunch of spinoffs and a whole bunch of uh, unlicensed <laughs> oh. <laughs> unofficial <laughs> releases.
0: But wait, if, if, it, if they had the rights to it, wouldn't they be official releases? or
1: They had the, the rights to the original game, but I think like where it came to spinoffs and stuff like that, that was a little bit more murky. Hmm. There's this company called um, General Computer Corporation, and they were making modifications to Pac-Man. And they originally planned to release it as a game called Crazy Auto. And um, they were in a lawsuit with Atari because they were also modifying um, Atari games, Atari arcade games. During this lawsuit, they were like, okay, we'll try to be legit. We'll try to present it to Bally Midway. And Midway really liked it. So they decided to purchase it and make Miss Pac-Man.
0: Oh. Hmm.
1: So Miss Pac-Man was a huge success, but it's kind of in this legal like gray area. Where like now it's Bandai Namco, uh, Midway, and uh, General Computer Corporation kind of all have like a stake in Miss Pac-Man,
0: but not normal Pac-Man.
1: But not normal Pac-Man. Oh. And like despite that, like Miss Pac-Man does appear in um a lot of canon Pac-Man games and stuff like that. Like she's kind of recognized as a as a character of the series. But it has kind of existed outside this 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 gray area for a long long time. But that's that's a story that's probably more well known and i'll be talking a little bit about the lesser known ones today right but i feel like it's important to note that arcade rights and the legal rights uh for pac-man are pretty messy and i think they're still like lawsuits and um they're still trying to figure out who gets a cut of what even today that's why like miss pac-man doesn't see as many re-releases as other pac-man titles
0: and possibly why she's not a echo fighter in Super Smash Brothers for Pac-Man.
1: Yes, that's that's probably one of the main reasons.
0: I feel like that would be the easiest <laughs> palette swap.
1: It would be the easiest palette swap. You could just change the um the B move, the different um fruits and stuff like that.
0: Right. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like from a design, like you just put like lipstick on him, and I think like a mole <laughs> or something. Like, yeah, there he is Miss Pac-Man.
1: Yeah. Well. Um. And also, I don't know how Toru Iwatani feels about miss pac-man because that could also create some complication with uh representation but anyway we're getting off track. Of topic <laughs> what we should be talking about is actually professor pac-man oh yes uh have you ever heard about this before
0: i really have not i honestly have not
1: yeah so professor pac-man was actually one of the the first spin-off titles that bally midway produced this was not a uh, namco hmm. this was uh complete in the united states and like Ms. Pac-Man, this also saw a couple of lawsuits, <laughs> <laughs> a couple of legal issues for Bally, uh, Bally Midway. So Professor Pac-Man was supposed to be a quiz type of arcade game where the Pac-Man characters, uh, including Professor Pac-Man, would uh, present like puzzles and problems in a kind of quiz show like a uh, game, and you'd have like a timer and you have to figure out what the correct answer was within like 10 seconds.
0: And did you just have to select it or was there like something you had to eat?
1: Uh, it was like A, B, or C. So it was multiple choice.
0: Oh, I was I thought maybe they would have like different ghosts with the answers like running around. You had to go catch the one.
1: So it would be like um different like picture. You'd like look at the pictures and be like, okay, how many of these characters had their foot up? Oh, I see. And, and, and you had to like input like, oh, six of them did. But you only had like five seconds to look at them. Wow. The game was it looked pretty difficult um i was only watching a youtube video of it because uh it did not sell well <laughs> mm. it was a commercial failure uh only 400 arcade machines were ever sold 300 of which were later sent back to be converted to Packland machines
0: oh, i was going to say i for some reason i was thinking it was a like home console game but i guess
1: uh no it was a full like um it was supposed to be in bars and um bowling alleys and stuff like that so or, the original idea was actually to make three different versions uh one for like family, one for like a more pub uh trivia night, and then like another one as like a hardcore like enthusiast, and they're supposed to be updated with new questions every two months. Oh wow, but because it was such a failure that um Bally Midway kind of backed off pretty quickly
0: mm-hmm yeah, I can imagine
1: but the issue <laughs> with this game is that. Uh, Bally Midway did not actually come up with this idea. Oh. So there was this uh, world champion foosball player. His name uh, <laughs> apparently Johnny Lott, and um, Ed Adlum, who is the publisher of Replay. I mean, this this kind of sounds like the idea of the social network, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking when I was uh, read this. But um, they apparently came up to Bally Midway and you know pitched the idea of Professor Pac-Man, and Bally Midway was like no nah, we're not interested but then like several months later I guess uh, Johnny Lott was at a trade show in Chicago and he saw Professor Pac-Man cabinets on display dang so he threatened legal action and um, Bally Midway uh, eventually agreed to a royalty contract
0: wow that's so shady yeah
1: <laughs> so that, that was Professor Pac-Man um, he actually is kind of a cool character <laughs> he has like a little like a like a graduate hat, you know, those uh
0: Oh, like the little square ones?
1: Yeah, yeah. On his head. Yeah.
0: I was picturing like a beard and glasses.
1: They had like um in other Pac-Man games, they've had like professor type of Pac- Pac-Man characters, like uh doctors and stuff like that. But I I believe this is the only non-canon Professor Pac-Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the official unofficial first Professor Pac-Man.
1: Yes. That sound means that we're putting the episode on pause just for a moment so we can briefly explain how you can support Memory Card.
0: If you enjoy our content, you can show your support by leaving positive reviews on your podcasting service of choice. Four or five stars and a few kind words go a long way when it comes to convincing others to give the show a listen, so please do so if you find the time.
1: Spreading the word is also super helpful. If you know anyone who's into gaming or history, or maybe even both you should consider sharing Memory Card with them. Every season, we strive to reach a wider audience, and you can help.
0: If you're feeling extra supportive, you can head over to patreon.com slash memcard. Every single one of our patrons gets access to early and ad-free episodes. Higher tiers include bonus episodes, shoutouts, stickers, and more. We certainly hope you'll check it out and consider becoming one of our lovely patrons, Once again, that's patreon.com slash M-E-M-C-A-R-D.
1: Oh yeah, I put my uh, memory card sticker on my phone case. Uh, Where'd you put yours? Uh,
0: Yeah, I slapped one on my laptop, and I also put one on my skateboard helmet.
1: Wait, you got more than one?
0: Thanks for taking the time to hear us out. Let's get back to the show.
1: I know you can hear me. Another game that I want to talk about was uh, Pac-Mania. And I just love the little advertisement flyer that they made for this. This one was actually made by Namco. So it was released in Japan. It's the, um, actually the third entry in the Pac-Man series. On, on, the, on the flyer just says, yum yum, I'll eat you up. <laughs> <laughs> and the ghosts are saying, crazy man, what's happening? <laughs>
0: uh, every time I say I'm going to eat somebody, they say that to me.
1: And then um, they, ha- they have PAC written on the side. Mm-hmm. And it says, peek. Abu, Call Me Back, Me Back, and Nuisance Back. Wow, I don't... So that's what PAC stands for, I guess.
0: Oh. So like an acronym. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand. I don't know if I understand.
1: <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I, don't I
0: understand what you're saying, but I don't understand where, what they were going for with that one.
1: So um, Pac-Mania is pretty similar to the original Pac-Man, where you're still in the maze, but you're actually in an isometric, pseudo-kind of 3D perspective. Which, you know, the game came out in 1987, so it was pretty early, and um, so having that three-year perspective for the time was really cool.
0: Yeah, sounds kind of advanced.
1: Yeah. The main difference with this game is that Pac-Man can actually jump. Oh. So he can jump over objects, he can jump over ghosts, and so that way he can maneuver over really tight situations, and he has a lot more options now.
0: Yeah. It does sound like it would make things a lot easier.
1: Yeah, but there are new ghosts in the game, and some of the ghosts you can't jump over. <laughs> they're too tall. Yeah, they're just too tall. They, 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 don't, let, they don't respect uh, Pac-Man's bounce. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that game was pretty cool. Uh, actually, I consider myself pretty well versed in video games, but like looking through Pac-Man titles, I didn't know a lot of these, actually.
0: Yeah, there's only a few spinoffs that I could tell you, Pac-Land being one of them, yep and then uh Baby Pac-Man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like it's the only other. Those are the two that come to mind if you said Pac-Man spin-offs.
1: I'm surprised you knew you know about Baby Pac-Man. <laughs>
0: yeah, that <laughs> uh, from I think I think I is that a game where like it's like a pinball game almost.
1: Yes, okay. it's like a pinball arcade game mix. Yeah,
0: it's weird. Yeah, it's it, very it's, weird. It's got like bouncy balls in it or something. At least from what I recall, the last time I played it.
1: Yes. Yeah, I, I almost uh, included that in the list, but um I was like, I think I have too many of these.
0: <laughs> <So> I... <laughs> Only the best pack men make the list.
1: The next game I want to talk about is actually a canceled game. Not a lot of people know about this. And this was also developed by Namco in 1990. While the game was never released because it was canceled, the ROM was actually released. Well, it was leaked and it was dumped. So um in Puzzle Club, it's... um like slide puzzles you know where you have to like move one piece at a time Mm -hmm. the main thing that's different in this game is that you must link the matching tiles in a horizontal row so you don't complete one image you just aim to complete one row and then once you complete a row then those blocks will turn into bricks and then like form a picture
0: huh so it's kind of well hmm, sounds like a sliding puzzle that's also like pick cross or something like that
1: yeah there's no number management it's just like moving the pictures around so you get the same images on each row
0: did you say what this game was called
1: yeah it was called puzzle club
0: oh okay well you said i i thought you meant it was like puzzle club oh not that i know not that i know what that is this is a pac-man game
1: this is a pac-man game um it features a lot of the characters from Mm -hmm. pac-land which is like based off of the tv show it has the characters fully animated and stuff like that the really, really weird thing about this is they have a a different mode and it's called the floor exercise mode. And instead of Pac-Man tiles, it features like slot machine graphics. And in between the levels, there are a... It's a picture of a woman lifting weights, kind of like scantily dressed. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like this was meant for like... Pure arcade release.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Yeah, you know, like one of those like arcade clubs where people just smoke and play those puzzle type of games. Mm-hmm. So it was cancelled. Uh never finished also. Uh the game. Um will you cannot finish the game because uh there's a lot of uh bugs and stuff in it.
0: Oh man, the cicadas are back. <laughs> I'm not saying in your recording, I'm saying there's you said there's lots of bugs. Okay
1: oh okay oh, 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 oh i got i got gotcha. you that's why i stopped talking i got gotcha. you <laughs> so that's a uh, puzzle club the the next one is actually also kind of a puzzle game when i was thinking pac-man i didn't think there would be so many puzzle games
0: yeah it doesn't really seem like uh, his genre i mean i guess the original pac-man is sort of a puzzle game like a strategy game but
1: mm. Hmm. Well the next one is called Pac Attack and some people probably know about this. This was released for the Super Nintendo. It was based on a game called Cosmo Gang the puzzle, but when they went to go port it to the western markets, they're like like no one's going to get this. It's it's way too hard. It doesn't have an IP, <laughs> so they just kind of slapped Pac-Man on it.
0: Yeah, oh, I see.
1: And the game is very similar to Tetris where you have to like drop blocks and stuff like that, but you can also drop some spaces which are occupied by ghosts or uh, Pac-Man.
0: This is very similar to um, Tetris Attack. Mm-hmm. Like what happened with it where they were like, oh, no one's going to recognize, you know, no one's going to want to play this game. No one's going to, you know, there's no characters in it that people love. So they put like Yoshi in it <laughs> for the North American audiences. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's pretty much exactly like that.
0: It's like Tetris Attack and Pac-Attack.
1: Oh, always with the attack.
0: That's right. Americans yeah. love attacking things unfortunately. It's true.
1: <laughs> so um basically you're you're dropping these blocks which will form like, you know, just like regular Tetris or um luminous um where they just like, you know, block progress. But then you can also put ghosts and stuff like that. And if you drop a block with a Pac-Man on it, it will connect to the ghost, and if all the ghosts are lined up, he will eat all the ghosts. Huh. And then that will, like, disappear the ghosts, and then the blocks will kind of um, form, and then if they form a line, they'll disappear.
0: That actually does sound kind of unique and fun.
1: Yeah, um, uh, when I was watching gameplay of Pack Attack and also Cosmo Gang the Puzzle, it looks actually like a really great puzzle game. But Pack Attack wasn't just a simple simple skin. It also, like, had um, a puzzle mode where you had, like, a 100 levels where you kind of had to figure out where to place... um. The different blocks and stuff like that. And uh, it f- featured a password system so you could go back and um, complete the levels on your own time. Hmm. This uh, next game is actually another reskin game and um, it's called Pack in Time.
0: Pack in Time. Ooh, I think I know this one, just the cover of it because it's so hilarious, <laughs> but I have no idea what the gameplay is.
1: Pack in Time was originally Fury of the Furries. And it was uh, designed by this company called um, Callisto Entertainment, which is a French video game studio. Okay. They made this game, um, they released it, and then Namco was like, hey, how about you put Pac-Man in it and re-release it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do the characters look like Pac-Man?
1: They're like a little bit off, but it's actually not that bad.
0: They're like round. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're still round and everything like that. But um, I just love the intro for it because they have like amazing texts like our hero pac-man hasn't always been the cool video game dude we know and love
0: (laughs) dang (laughs) it (laughs) they're they're ruining my (laughs) mental image of what pac-man should be
1: but this game is is really wild because you actually have different abilities there's different rings in each level and if you go through the ring then you gain that ability so like there's a yellow ring a red ring etc etc there's like fireball hammer bubbles and then one that's really cool is actually rope (laughs) so pac-man can actually just throw a rope up and like Hmm. just swing around the level and um in order to complete the level you basically need to collect all the um all the pellets
0: power pellets
1: yeah all the uh, pack dots actually they're they're called oh okay once you get that then the, the exit will open up but the game is very very difficult
0: yeah, it sounds like it might be.
1: The whole premise of the story is that the witch who who like made the ghost, she's like upset that Pac-Man defeated her once again. So she sends him back in time to when he was just a young man. A young Pac. <laughs> and so he's trying to get back to his current like the current age. So he has to go through and cross journey across the land.
0: Dang, that's like the exact uh setup of Samurai Jack the show but i think this came first i think samurai jack might have stolen mm-hmm. the idea for their show from Pac and time yeah this is big breaking news
1: it's 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 huge <laughs> at the end uh pac-man must defeat the the gum mos- monster then he's able to return to 1995 to his loving family and the game ends for how long can his life remain peaceful <laughs>
0: Make it sound like Pac-Man's got some like skeletons in his closet. <laughs> like the Mafia is gonna want you to return the favor, Pac-Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, that um that that Gum Monster is just gonna come back and um chew you up.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, if I could defeat a Gum Monster and go back to 1995, I might. It's a good year. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, if you if you look at the end of the screen, you can see uh oh actually if you just watch the intro movie, you can see Miss Pac-Man, Baby Pac-Man, and also Pac-Man Jr. Uh, all hanging out. So I got the whole family. Astounding. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't realize that Pac-Man have has kids.
0: It's an, it's not well known.
1: I did a I did a push fact like um a couple months ago that was like both Pac-Man and Kazuya Mishima you know Bandai Namco characters are fathers and people were like wait Pac-Man's a dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you better believe it.
1: Yeah, he he has. Yes, several kids. Like we don't even know like who the mothers are really
0: because Ms ms pac-man is you know like ms right so that would be like she's not she's not married yeah
1: i think that yeah, could be a different pac-man potentially speaking of miss pa- of ms pac-man there was actually a mr and mrs pac-man pinball oh okay yeah. well here we go <laughs> that was a perfect segue this one was actually made by um valley manufacturing so the same people as um valley midway just different division and it was a pinball game where you had to, like, get the pinball around, but, like, you could spell out Pac-Man by hitting, uh, hitting certain tar- targets. Oh. And then, like, there's also, like, a, d- a digital display in the middle of the field, which is, like, kind of, like, simulates a Pac-Man maze, and you had to, like, kind of move around it using the different targets and stuff like that.
0: Did you say what year this came out? Uh,
1: 1982.
0: Oh, okay. So not not too long after the original Pac-Man.
1: Yeah, it was, it was pretty quick.
0: Huh gotta gotta cash in on that popularity
1: yeah and um I, I don't know if it's been cut from this episode or not but <laughs> as we mentioned there's a couple of other pinball and and also arcade uh spin-offs during that time um right like baby baby pac-man like the baby like the baby pac-man which is really wild like it's uh seems like it would be a very difficult game to play because it's a mix of pinball and the arcade
0: yeah i'll add a picture of the baby pac-man to the to the save file page for this episode.
1: I would definitely like to try it out. I, I think it, I, it'd just be very difficult because you're, you're managing both screens. Right. Or both games, yeah. really.
0: I mean, really, it's kind of just to show you how hard it is to take care of a baby, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely what they were going for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the last game that I wanted to talk about was a Pac-Man VR game. This was like the first pac-man vr game that was released and i think it was in 1996
0: oh wow that's way sooner than i thought you were going to say
1: the game was developed by a company called virtuality in the uh, track screen you know the intro uh, of the game you can see pac-man playing (laughs) pac-man so it's it's really weird it starts off really weird and then like you're in the maze moving around and, and you use a joystick to try to like move the Pac-Man around.
0: So is it like first person like you are Pac-Man?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like first person.
0: Then how do you know like what's coming up and how to avoid a ghost and stuff?
1: You you do your best. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, that sounds terrifying.
1: <laughs> and um the game was pretty expensive. Um apparently it cost $5 just for 5 minutes of play.
0: So this is an arcade title.
1: Yeah, this was an arcade game. Um and not many were produced because Apparently, they were probably about $60,000 per cabinet.
0: Jeez, what Pete?
1: So, pretty expensive. Pretty, pretty rare, rare to find. Like, uh, there's only a couple of gameplay videos of it. If you look up Pac-Man VR, you'll probably find, like, some fan-made Pac-Man VR mm-hmm. thing. Uh, Maze, that's, that's not official.
0: <laughs> Don't trust those. <laughs> Did they have the actual, you know, backing of Bandai Namco then, I assume?
1: Yes, yes, this one was official. Thank goodness. And um I'll I'll post pictures of this in the um save files for sure. But th- the fruit and like, the graphics they they're all just very off putting. Like the ghosts look a little creepy.
0: Were they going for like a very basic three dimensional look or were they going for like a pixelated but still three D?
1: They were going for like the you know, early VR <laughs> <laughs> graphics. <You're> right. <laughs> you know, like this is the cutting edge of technology.
0: Yeah, I can imagine.
1: There's so many Pac-Man titles. Like when I was researching, I think I found like about forty or fifty Pac-Man games. So I feel like there's a lot more that we could cover because there's this is all kind of early stuff. But there's like the DS titles, the the N sixty four and Game Cube ones. They get really weird.
0: I remember there's that DS one where you had to draw pac mans like pick pick packs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this might end up being the uh, first episode in a series, kind of like the uh food mascots and the uh, working out video games.
1: Yeah, I, I could see us um talking about the modern Pac-Man experience and how they kind of went all over the place.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: What was your favorite what 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 game are you most interested in playing now that you've heard about these various spin-off titles?
0: Actually, I mean, as far as ones that actually sound like they would be pleasant to play, I'm going to say Pac Attack for the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. sounds like it would be kind of a fun one uh, to get my hands on i'm always down for a new uh, pinball game to play so mr and mrs pac-man does sound like fun mm-hmm. um, i'm wondering if i've played it because i've played a lot of different pinball games but i don't recall trying it so
1: this one it looks like it was pretty hard to find hmm. like it was like kind of like a limited release because i think a lot of, uh, uh, they eventually got replaced with with the other versions of the Yeah. And also it had like a different screen inside of it, so I think that made it harder to maintain.
0: Yeah. And of course Baby Pac Man, which we just kinda talked about on the side, uh I, I wanna find I wanna find me one of them babies.
1: Mm-hmm. For me, I, I kinda wanna try Pac and Time, even though the game looks insanely difficult and like not fun in a lot of ways. Uh I, I just think it would be kind of interesting to, to to have a you know, to swing around and stuff like that with Pac Man.
0: Yeah, well, you know that there's some speedrunner out there that can probably beat the game in, you know, under 10 minutes or something.
1: When I was researching this, um, I found one video of this guy who completed it. And in the t- video description, he said, like, I-, I don't know why there's no other video of people completing this game. Um, I think it's just because it's very, very difficult. <laughs> and then, like, if you lose all your lives, you're back to square one.
0: That's why you should never go pack in time
1: that's all for now thanks for listening
0: our intro and outro music was crafted by talented chiptune composer jamitar you can find more of his banging beats by searching Jamitar, that's J-A-M-A-T-A-R, on Spotify or visiting
1: jamitar.com. If you have any feedback on the podcast or would like to recommend a topic, feel free to reach out to us via Twitter, at MemCardShow, or you can visit our website, MemoryCardShow.com. If you'd like to follow Ben and I, we can be found at SuperBenTendo and at PushDustin, respectively.
0: Have you considered supporting MemoryCard on Patreon? If not, we hope you will. Currently, we're supported by quite a few awesome people, all of which get access to early ad free episodes. These people include Jackson Bertoli, Taylor Bias, Cody Sam, Michael Strickland, Tyler Davis, Courtney Cotton, Harrison, Jorge Bajija, Manuel Vitella, Ray Schneider, Shala, Nick Callas, Sandra L., Robert Melville, and Brandon Hanabarger. All of our Patreon info can be found on the support section of our website or on patreon.com slash memcard.
1: We'll be back really soon with some more gaming history goodness, so be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you've enjoyed the show. We'll see you soon.